Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. The Big Guy Ryback feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. Let's go! Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback starts now welcome to conversation with the big guy ryback i am the big guy ryback and today this is a a lovely episode i'm I'm very happy to be able to have the opportunity to speak to this wonderful woman the woman i am talking about today guys is none other than kendra lust and uh just a fantastic conversation talk about meeting her uh, for the first time Back in 2016 with Dolph Ziggler during the AVN Awards uh, at the Hard Rock and we all went out to Dre's nightclub and a lot of red wine was was drunk that night and uh, but that was my first time meeting Kendra. Uh, talk a little bit about Phoenix with that, Phoenix Marie. Uh, talk about her weight training, diet, everything this, during this whole coronavirus and adjusting with at-home workouts. Talk a little bit about WWE sending her I think deleting her social media with the whole John Cena situation from years ago, and which she talks about that briefly. Uh, we talk about what got her into MMA training. She is a beast doing that stuff. I love, love seeing people just self-development. And um, we talk a little bit about KendraLust.com, social media. Kevin Nash comes up with uh, the Magic Mike XXXL movie and uh, what led her to the adult industry. Uh, in 2012, in which she even talks about uh, what she did before that. So I really think you guys are going to enjoy this conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, Kendra Lust. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing good, how have you been? I cannot complain. Um, Home, obviously, like like the rest of us, but it's not like jail, it's not like prison, like these people are so, it's terrible, you know, it is what it is. There's not much we can do. We're all making the best of it and just trying to help people out who, who need help and, you know, trying to keep my sanity. So, Is it a bit hard for you to, because you're, you're a very social person, like going out and stuff, aren't you, as far as like, or no, no. are you more introverted and just, you could turn it on? Completely introverted. I'm the same. I, this is lovely. Like, <laughs> I, I swear to God, it's like a dream come true for me. I can read books. Uh, I, I bought a book called Catch and Kill. It was a recommendation. My mom recommended it. And she's, and her and I are kind of on the same page, like with true crime and stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's like, okay, cool. So I started reading that. I mean, I reorganized my garage. I mean, I feel powerful when I can just blow all that stuff out of there. Yeah. Like a doer. I like nuts. All the closets. I uh, built some shelves to, for like shoes for my husband and stuff. So that's good. Yeah. No, for, I'm the same. This has been like... I've talked about it with other people and I'm very like, I I really hope everything gets back on track as soon as possible because there's a lot of people that unfortunately have been put in a horrific situation, but I, I've been living this life since I left WWE with my injuries and doing everything with the business. And then my dog, Sophie, like the last like two and a half years when I stopped my appearances, I've been on quarantine like I've already dealt with all of this. Like what I see, like I see a lot of my friends like self just destructing. And I was like, mm-hmm. I dealt with that demon four years ago and I had to shut everything off and like to get myself better. And this has been the best two or three months, like just business wise, everything, because 
I noticed everything and I just went like business-wise, go even harder right now. And because I'm I'm at such peace. I listen to books all day already. Like I it, it's I was prepared for this though. And so, but I'm the same way. Like I enjoy doing house activities, doing things, whatever it is. And it's great seeing people like going, going out now. Like I walk my dogs or go out for drives and like, it's actually nice though seeing people out in Vegas for once, like at the parks and. Yeah. Have you, I mean, it's like how life used to be. And I don't want to be like one of those people, like, you know, when I, but I love it. Like I've met more of my neighbors in the sub and it's awesome. And pretty much, I think the whole sub knows what I do and I don't really care. But um, they're great. Everyone is just great. Everybody is kind. They're helpful. You know, so I mean, it's just, it's refreshing for me. So I love it. And, you know, I feel bad because of the financial burden that it's placed Same. on so many people. Like that part, it breaks my heart. Like I was watching the news last night and I try not to do too much of that, but I was watching it last night and it's just like this mother of four or five and her husband was, he's self-employed and now he can't yeah. work. And, and it's just, it is heartbreaking. But then I do. Oh God, I don't know. Okay, I can't get into politics. But um, no, I'm the same way. Like I don't. I purposely don't go down the political road because I don't agree with. I don't agree with any of it. I just believe if we all just swept our own porch and took care of ourselves and like. And my thing is the Tony Robbins thing. You want to change the world, change yourself and lead by example. And I think that is. I've always just applied that mentality because I think all politics are is you just do what's in your best interest. And but there's all sorts of lobbyists and all these other outside it's just such a mess yeah. i don't agenda yeah and, it, and it, it's to me the greatest people that that have done great things or tend to not be in politics 100 i you know and it's so funny and i and i said something to to my guy yesterday i was like you know it's so you know i, I said people condemn me and i'm not like bitter about it i don't care but i just kind of put it into perspective i'm like people condemn me for what i do uh, and that's fine. That's their opinion. Yeah. I don't really give a shit, right? Okay. Um, but it's legal. I pay my taxes. I don't lie to anybody. I'm not hurting children. I'm not hurting women or animals. Okay. So this is like, and I'm condemned. However, you've got the people on Wall Street fucking people out of their money. Yeah. You know, you have this pandemic, which I believe now, listening, reading, um, and doing the homework, that a lot of it is uh, politically motivated and there's just so much money that these hospitals yes. can collect yes. relating all of these deaths that might not have been uh, the co actual cause of death to COVID-19. They're getting 20,000 a patient. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. girl died five years old uh, related to COVID-19. I'm not a physician, but meningitis is now apparently some rare type of condition that can be caused no, it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, so I, no, but a lot of the most two, one, two, to touch on what you said, though, you and what you do for a living and what you've done, you're not doing anything that nobody else on this planet, over 7 billion people or have, have done and do it all the time. And yeah. sexuality has been suppressed from the beginning. And it's and usually the people that, that blast the most on that are the people that are the biggest addicts and in, in the ones and in, have the most in their closet to begin with. On that, so that it, it, that's ridiculous to me. But the whole virus stuff too is, and from a lot of like successful people that I know and, and talking big money players, they're all they all saying the same thing. Like there's okay. just something it doesn't seem right with all of this, and like the, the the testing that we need is so hard to come by because in these we do you see those five the doctors on YouTube and um. A lot of those, the guys, my, this guy, Brad Lee, who's coming on the show, I've done his show, Dropping Bombs, great guy. 
and uh, super successful. Works with like Gary, Damon, John, and, and all those guys. Uh, but they put out a thing. These two doctors did like they did mass testing or like, over five thousand tests, and the numbers don't add up to what is kind of being said. And then they got shut down and got reported on all the taken down on social media because it had millions of views. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know what's going on. They want Trump out of office yeah. as fast as possible. But um, I'm not saying that this is not a serious. I'm not trying to. Obviously, uh, it's real. It's not, Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. But I think at this point, vaccine's not going to be made for at least another year. Okay, they've come out with a drug now that they're saying reduces the length or the span of the virus by four days, which is great. Okay. And it shows, I guess the symptoms aren't as bad. I, I forgot the name of it. I just read about it. But anyway, so they're, that's a positive thing. I think they tested it in like um, monkeys or whatever. So, so, I mean, we're making progress, but the thing is, I guess my point is it's going to be here. So we have to yeah. adapt. Okay. And that doesn't mean just sitting in our houses. We still have to, people still have to go out and make a living. I hate living in fear. I, you know what? It's like kind of like, I don't want to say terrorism, but it is kind of, it's a form of control. And it's like, you know what? Uh, I feel like standard precaution, wash your hands, do the social distancing. If you're sick, don't go around the elderly, you know, then you quarantine yourself. I know a lot of people are asymptomatic or they're not showing symptoms. However, if you're, I mean, if you look at testing was made available too, this would not be an issue. Right. But statistics i don't know everything is so contradictory yeah. it's hard to tell so no, anyway i'm with you on all of it it's I, yeah so, just living I mean, in fear and telling people to stay home though like we did that the the repercussions for that are more severe the longer this goes on for the economy and for the people where there's other places that have shown they've done it a different way and the results yeah. are, are are better if, well, they, if not the exact same Shoot him dead, okay? Yeah. Over in the Philippines, okay, you're dead. You know, you come out of your house, your ass is toast, okay? Yeah. So. No, it, it's just, it, it's crazy how this is from a worldwide standpoint. I, I just, none of us, all we could do is just read the information that's there and, and we, I think at the end of the day though, it just seems a little off. And <laughs> I mean, I believe there's some truth. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, there is some truth. However, you know, if it bleeds, it leads and the media is biased yeah. and you know, so it's kind of like filtering out. It's taking bits and pieces. And, and have you seen the Bill Gates stuff? Which I was clueless on that. And I'm like, this guy's like the most hated man in the world now. Oh, no, I have not. I have not. It's um, uh, crazy. It's like he has patents. Supposedly, this is on the virus, and I could be. That's just the stuff. But his like, you go to his Instagram page, and like, it's just comment after comment. Like, it, people want his head, and that he wants to chip people for the vaccine, and like, it's. It's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Look, just after we're done or when you have some free time, just just Google it and you'll see. Okay. It's pretty wild. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I've been watching more TV than usual, you yeah. know, which is, I think everybody has. I, I believe we all should have bought some stocks and net or stocks. <laughs> like, but they just keep going up. How have you yeah. been doing? Because you, you look just phenomenal. How have you adjusted to doing the home workouts? Well, it's kind of like trial by fire. I've never really worked out or been an advocate for working out at home. However, you know, desperate times. Um, I, I've been doing okay, though. I mean, I, I think a lot of it is, you know, I have somebody to kind of, if I'm having like a day where like, man, I'm just so not feeling this, you know, he'll say, come on, let's do it. You know, so it's like we kind of feed off of each other. 
and I just get it done. Granted, you know, it's limited and it's um, improvised. You know, I don't have a Smith machine or some of those things that I'm, you know, that we're all kind of used to, but you know, you do what you got to do. I've discovered some apps that are cool. And my thing is, if I can just get a good sweat in and just maintain, I'm not trying to cut weight or, you know, for 45 minutes, it's cool. Grab some photo, you know, try to make a little, you know, take an hour a day to for us to connect to away from like pandemonium upstairs, got Fortnite, got the dog, you know, so crazy homeschooling. So so, yeah. Is it harder too for you? Because I know, like, I have my home gym here that I built years ago, and but even then, I would go to the the regular gym, and I would just use this occasionally because right? it, I enjoyed going out and getting out to go work out. Has it been harder to stay motivated? Not because a lot of times when there's not people watching or not people around, there's it's energy, and when you're on yeah. your own, it's a di- whole different mindset. I again got used to that, and from the wrestling, I didn't. I liked being alone and training a lot of times, but I also do like going out. And yeah. is it, it's a whole different thing, right? It is when I don't have 20 year old females to kind of, you know, pervert. excuse me, ladies, but Hey, that's my motivation. <laughs> Same Kendra. That was, right. that's where I was ultimately getting at with this. It's, it's really yeah. lonely when you can't see the, the LVACs here in town. Fantastic gyms. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice though. Cause then I'm like, man, you know, like I'm a, I really try to be positive and not like, you know, beat up other women or just people in general. It's just kind of not my style. So it's like, okay, like, all right, you know, so that's like motivating or I'll pick up new things that people are doing, you know, just kind of, okay, let's try that out or whatever. So, and it is, it is a kind of like a positive, for the most part, a positive energy. You do have the occasional dou- douchebags that have their, you know, their, their, uh, we won't go there, but you know, the guys <laughs> shit, they're on their phone in between sets. I'm like, Okay, you know, hey, how many guys? Because you're just, you know, there's limited machines. Like, get your ass moving because you're only doing it for Instagram. Granted, I do a lot of stuff for Instagram, but it's my business. Yeah. But working out, I have resting bitch face. And my guy is like, God, like, he's like, people look at you. He's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm in a zone. Like, I don't have time to talk. I want to just get this done. Yeah. You know, he's the social. Like, he's like, can't wait to get back to Vegas. I'm thinking, fuck me, another pool party. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, close, like, game night with friends. I'm a nerd. Okay, granted. You experience success too, though, and where people in fame of where people bother you a lot. And I say bother, but there's great fans and then there's other. But you've experienced, I feel like, the negative also that comes with that territory, which I have. It's just like, and I really truly value just not being around that. Yeah, I, yeah, because I feel like too, like when we're there, sometimes it is hard to separate. And I really, and and it's so weird because we all have like an alter ego, like you know, obviously you do, and you know, whatever. And I, for me, I don't see what other people see. So I'm just Michelle. Like, I'm just like a hot mom. want to have a good time with my friends. And then when I'm there, I'm like, shit, but everything's comp for, for Kendra. Fuck. So it's like, it's hard to balance sometimes. So sometimes it's like, is this really a vacation? You know? And I, sometimes I feel bad for my friends, you know, like I don't want them to feel you know, inadequate or just like, I don't want it to be always about me. Like I just yeah. I enjoy them. I love like making my girls shine. And I really do. I love seeing them happy and just having fun. And that's just kind of, that's kind of me. So I know I completely understand what you're talking about. Like going out though. And like set people, it's like the whole wrestling thing. People in yeah. re- it, wrestling is so limiting to like, that's why I'm so happy to be outside that bubble and eventually go back and do it on my own uh, accord and my own, under my own schedule eventually. Like throughout the history of wrestling, the majority of people that do it get severely stereotyped into that industry. And it's very hard to break out of that or for people to even look at you in any other way. 
because they yeah. they're so caught up in your wrestling persona and whatever they whatever that is in their head and it's different for all of them that yeah. it's really hard and even like guys like Hulk Hogan he had a hard time he did movies and stuff but he was yeah. never really able to break through because people just stereotyped him as Hulk Hogan forever and like The Rock was really the the first one ever to to break out of that and really just I'm talking a whole ever other level of. Yeah. Like success, but Stone Cold, I love it. He's done so many great things too. But even Stone Cold went into that and it never really, he was still, he was so Stone Cold Steve Austin. His identity, The Rock it is still The Rock, but like, I don't know, he he was a unique one that snuck out of it and just, and he was able to bust his ass and it took a bit, but he just out of the, the galaxy now with what he's done. So, yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it is hard. And, you know, talking about the, the the wrestling, excuse me, I have spoken to just some of the people that I know in the industry, and I didn't realize how much, the well, the WWE or that uh, company, I didn't realize, like, they buy your name. And, like, oh, I yeah. just didn't realize, like, you know, how much ownership that they have over your brand. Yeah. And, like, outside of it, you really, it's hard. You have to change your name. Like, there's just so many things that I think people don't know um, or understand. And it just, it was so really surprising to me, I guess. I talk about that all the time because I actually saw something because I wanted to ask you about it. But when I had left, they, I had to legally go change my name to Ryback from Ryan to Ryback. Uh, and I still am dealing with a trademark issue with them that if they don't drop, it's going to cost me upwards of $200,000 to fight it, which I will win it because I am the trademark and I created it before I was there, which we have the video evidence and the proof of that. And they're just being difficult on it. But they, I trademarked Feed Me More and the big guy. And they were very, they wanted me to hand that over, which I wasn't doing, which is a, another reason, one of the reasons I walked out. But they um, tried to force me to hand over my social media when I left. I'm talking like like legit username, password. I have the legal letter still. And I, I put it out there a couple of years ago because a lot of people said, you're full of shit. They were, no. And I had to have my attorney like shut it all down and, I was they wanted to, they knew that I was going to go on and try to do this other stuff and they wanted to make it as difficult as possible for me and I was like wait a sec like I created all this you guys didn't create this you guys just gave me the platform to me and you captured me doing my thing like you have yeah. all the other people and I go this isn't yours and I was like at the worst though why wouldn't you just say which I legally already that stuff and I had my name and all that but I was like why wouldn't you just ask me to change my name if it was such like there's, it wasn't, no, they wanted me to sign it, literally sign it all over. And it was, it was wow. nuts. I heard a thing that, they, did they send you a thing that demanding you delete your social media with the whole, the John Cena stuff? They or? did. And you know, they actually got my Twitter shut down for a few days with that whole thing. But in their defense, I was re really pretty new. And I had a publicist at that time who was kind of directing me not in the right way. You know, she was saying, you know, well, no, there's no such thing as bad publicity and just run with it. Keep them hanging. And then I just thought to myself, like I had an epiphany and I was like, you know, this isn't right. Like, I don't know his situation. If he was married, I'm like, I don't I'm just going to, you know, come out and say it, you know, that I, it didn't happen because I just felt like it was the right thing to do. So that it did um, or didn't happen. No, I never even met John. Cena. OK, that's what I did. Uh, that, that too is, I, I wasn't even aware. I just remember hearing about that and I was such in a bubble with everything. I don't get caught up in all that, but yeah. the wrestling sites, you were a victim because I just looked that up before because I was looking for some other things for my notes. I, I saw that the wrestling sites 
we're running with all that. And I go, she's a victim of the shitty wrestling sites that do all this stuff. They just make up false thing after false thing with all the wrestlers. And you got put into that. It's such a horrible thing. Yeah, you know, I don't really consider myself a victim in a way. Yeah, I never pretty, do. Yeah, don't. Don't give you know, them that. It's just not. It's like, I know what I'm getting into. I know what I'm doing. I have opened up a can of worms for these people to say the worst and most offensive things. And I just, you know, I I don't know that I ever really let it bother me. I'm just yeah. because I don't really value people's opinions who really don't impact my life. Same. Oh, I mean, if it's positive, I'm grateful, but you know, all the negativity, it's like, if you go out of your way to really say something cruel, I mean, that's, that's your, you really need some help. Like you got to find something else to do. So you'll never um, be happy. I said, I put out a tweet today. Someone mentioned, mentioned with the shit I sometimes will get. And I always respond with like love and kindness. Cause I don't, I never let it bother me. I never would, but I go, it's like driving by like an elementary school and, and a group of juvenile little kids out there. As you drive by in your Lambo, they shout at you, you suck and start screaming obscenities. You're like, and if you let that really hurt you, like, like that's social media. Like if you really, you're going to let people like that, it, like you'll never, like the good is good, but you can't value the good either. You got to know who you are, what you're doing and just keep doing it. But I was like, if you let the, any of that negative drag you down, it, it's majority, the social media is the top to the bottom of the world, the most successful to the least successful. That top is very select few and everything under is, and there's different mindsets. If you let that bottom half with mindset wise, yeah, you're just going to be stuck with them in that bucket full of crabs forever. They're trying to pull you into that. So yeah, they are get in your head and all those things. And it's like, you know, I'm not ready to hang up my phone yet. So you can say what you want. Okay. <laughs> Cause you know what? I mean, I'm not going out like doing granny stuff, but I'm not even really shooting. I haven't even shot for a company since God, it's been a year. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't shot for for a year. Um, I'm just it's for me. I love what I do. But you know, the world of uh, adult is now in the uh, performers hands. So being able to, you know, promote and do our own things is, is really great. So uh, I'm enjoying that. I just turned down a contract because that I, I'm not giving you six days a month. I'm grateful for the opportunity. But again, okay, if we take you on as this contract girl, you're going to do this. This is part of it. They want a piece of this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to have respectfully decline. And um, essentially, you can't pay me this for me to do this. So it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. Let's but, talk um, about that. That's something because I, I talked to Phoenix and Marie all the time. And we've talked when she did the show about it blew me away how similar the pro wrestling industry and the porn industry actually really is. And you're doing, I'm doing the same thing with me. I'm my own boss. I've created my own life. I make more money now than I did wrestling. And I and those WWE contracts were the same. Why would you sign over the, in these companies in the porn industry? These companies are making a massive amount of money uh, on on your name and in, in who what you do and getting you for this when you can now with all the, the OnlyFans and the websites and if you hustle on social media which you have a massive following with over five million people on Instagram and over a million on Twitter on top of everything else that you're doing you're already established you don't need them anymore so now and you can. If you do, I always tell people contracts suck unless you go back for, I'm going to come back for one or two dates and I want this and this, and this is what I'm going to do. They try to get you though, for this long period of time for, and to commit to as many dates. And it's, it's not beneficial to you and promoters don't care about talent. They never have, they never will. And outside of maybe there's some, I don't want to say all of them, but sure. you're in control now. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's appealing to a lot of the newer talent that really don't understand, you know, how it works. And I was one of those girls, you know, I mean, we all have to learn and we grow, evolve uh, as a person. And, um, you know, it's exciting when you're new. I always wanted that. I'm not going to lie. When I was, you know, uh, first in the industry, it's like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I want, these are the things I want. How do I need to navigate to achieve these things? And um, it was cool to say, I'm a contract girl. But you listen to the stories, you know, and then I was a contract girl too, and it sucked. You, you have know? to live it to know it. I hate to say it. I mean, I was grateful for the opportunity, but I mean, there's pros and cons. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. If it works for your situation, great. But uh, I'm so grateful like that uh, I don't have to. I can still shoot when I want because it does, it is synergistic. So if you have one, it does help with the other. So, yes. you know, it's, it's, it does help, and I still have the option to shoot with that company at the contract rate. However, I'm not locked into anything, so they were gracious about it. So, and good. two, that's the thing, though, and it's like wrestling, where like the longer you're off TV, unless you're doing other things, and you're seen to stay relevant. And yeah. it, whereas, like, if I went back and made a big WrestleMania thing, all of a sudden my value now I'm fresh in people's minds from the TV audience that carries yeah. over to everything else that I'm doing. And it, it's like the same where maybe it's just, you do something once or twice a year just to show, you know what I mean? And then you, but you, and you continue doing your thing and everything just is going in a, in a, is growing in, in a upward trajectory with your business and everything that you do. Yeah. I like it. I I'm just really, truly wouldn't, uh, you know, I sit and think sometimes like who would have thought, you know, like, Coming from, and not that I came, I wasn't like destitute, okay? I grew up lower middle class, okay? But, yeah. you know, and I'm, my parents worked hard. My parents were awesome. My mom is the shit. I fucking love her more than I can't even put into words. Like, she's amazing. I call her every day. Um, she's my rock, you know, in addition to my guy and whatever. But point being, like, I look at how hard my parents worked at the age that I am and, you know, they're working to pay mortgage, you know, school, things like that for us. And, um, here I am and I'm so, I never would have thought I'd have my house paid for Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like I never would have thought. And I'm like, to me sometimes, and I know it doesn't seem like a big deal to some people, but it, it's a big deal to me. Like, and I'm so, it's like peace of mind. You know what I mean? That I, I don't know. Financial huge, freedom. Yeah, you know, I know this is like shelf life. It only lasts for so long. So it's like I have to, you know, do these things in this amount of time, you know, and then when I do hang up that thong, I can rest easy, you know. Yeah. So. You know, and I read something and like, because I follow a lot of these people like Grant Cardone and Grant, his book, The 10X Rule, but there's yeah. different things where they talk about. Um, I think a lot of people have a a weird mindset on money and, and success in general. But success is actually the most important. It's, it's your duty and responsibility to try to be as successful as possible. And I, what I mean by that is, is and you talk about your parents. I, I, mine, my mom lives here in my apartment suite. And my dad's five minutes down the road. But and they, and my dad busted his ass his whole life bartending. And he's retired now. And my mom here, she's still working. But I look at like what the way that the world is in the financial system. That and I know this through my my dog and I lost dogs when I was younger because I wasn't I was in school and I wasn't working we had to put them to sleep and had I been in a position financially not to do that I wouldn't have had to put them to sleep so I learned a very valuable I call it like my it's not shallow how in the form but from the movie shallow how when he his dad like 
before he dies, like he teaches him whatever it was about women in a negative way where sh he's shallow how for the rest of his life until he figures it out. But I learned that moment about money that, man, if I don't work to be something, then like I'm a, I could be, be a victim to the circumstances of the world that if you go out and bust your ass and, and make yourself a success, you could help your family and your loved ones. You could take care of your parents if they need to be taken care of that you and where you're, if you don't have that mindset, it's actually the most selfish thing not to want to be successful because then you're saying, I don't care about anyone essentially. So I think it's like a great thing to be, to strive for financial freedom and to want success. And I just look at it. You can help more people as long as well as yourself and be happy. I love that. I love that. And you kind of sound a lot like me because, you know, some of my friends will say sometimes like, don't you get so tired of like bailing people out? And, and I'm not an enabler. Well, I can be. <laughs> I'll take, I'm being raw and honest. I can't. You don't be. like to have to be though all the time, but it, it's, I mean, it's, but you're a kind person. Yeah. It's just, you know, it breaks my heart and you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, put my sister down in any way. I love her dearly, but you know, um, the choices she's made in life and, and some of the things that have happened to her, some were not preventable. Okay. However, you know, she has kids and, um, for me, like they were my kids before my own. So it's like she had them earlier, even though she's younger. Uh, but I could never like leave. You know, my mom was here. My dad was here. And people say, why didn't you move to LA? Why, why didn't you, you know, you know, go to Vegas or whatever. It's just like for me, I could never leave to, and I don't, I don't know. I just knew I could still do it from here and be successful. And I would inconvenience myself to travel rather than uproot my family and then kind of not know what's going on with, with my nieces and nephew and stuff. So I, I'm grateful to be able, I love helping them. Like, you know, my sister sometimes yeah. could kick her ass, but she knows this, you know, I tell her, I'm, I would call her today and say, what the hell? Like, you know, so like we have that relationship, but but it is nice to be able to do that. And um, it's a good feeling, I guess, because this is what my mom said. She's like, I don't know why, you know, your cousin calls me every damn day after work. And I said, well, she trusts you. I said, you got to think of it like that. You know, it can be annoying at some sometimes, but at the end of the day, she trusts you. And isn't it good to feel needed? And like, you know, so, yeah. Are you in Detroit or outside of Detroit? Well, I don't know how many people live safely in that city. Okay, <laughs> it's it's not. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's 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 not safe. Uh, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I was robbed, but not like this was years ago when I was a nurse. But okay. anyway, you were a nurse before. I was a registered nurse. I'm still a registered nurse. Oh wow! Yeah, my license current. Yeah, just because you never know what you're going to need to fall back on. So education first. I'm a big advocate for children getting their education. You know, I even tell like little ones in the house, no. You're not going to be TikTok famous, so get that shit out of your head. <laughs> Don't say shit, but I'm like, so get it out of your head. You know what? I won't let it happen. Are you not on TikTok? I am, but I'm so boring. Okay, and then this whole stupid- Everyone dances on there. Okay, all right. I can play sports. As far as choreographed dance, not the greatest dance at a club. I'm pretty decent, but Jesus Christ, I want to get this Carol Baskin- the damn Tiger King, okay? <laughs> Seriously, that is the one I want. My Carol Baskin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm today. okay, I'm gonna have some help from upstairs, but anyway, I don't even know where I'm going off on my damn tangent. But yeah, no, it was yeah, TikTok is a great way I to, to stay relevant with the younger audience. I just put my, I put some stuff. I do either some quick things or I put my my food for thought of positivity on that because that's the only platform I 
where I'll do like a food for thought every day or every other day. I go, I'm not getting caught up in the, I go, but I get seen by enough and they, and they actually like put your stuff out pretty good on that compared to Instagram. So yeah, they're pretty good. I know I was so anti, I'm like, I'm not doing this. And my guy's like, well, you have to do it. And I'm like, you know what? If you take another damn video, like I, I get, I get irritated, like to the, and it sounds bad, but it's like, can I just work out? Why do you, you know, he's always, and I'm like, please, no, like, don't put it out. You know, so sometimes he's like, well, you don't ever let me get it, you know, um, but it's the way of the world. I get it. But yeah, I, I upstairs like, no, you will not be TikTok famous because yeah. I won't let you Instagram famous. Don't don't even get it in your head because you will get an education just like I did before you do anything else. Yes. I don't care if it's a trade like you want to be an electrician. I don't care. It does not have, you have some have to be substance besides that. Yeah. Have motivation, have a plan, because if you don't have a plan, you're going to get lost in the shuffle and, and you're not going to amount to shit. And, and if those all get deleted, you're done. If those platforms just go away, that what do you, you got to have something to fall back on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, no, you will get your education. I don't care. I don't care. Like I said, two year, whatever, get a trade something. So, but yeah, have fun on it, but it's not going to be the, you know, you, it's not happening. So. Yeah. Did you get into the adult industry in 2012? Is that correct? I did. I did. So and you were a yeah, nurse before I was, I was a uh, nurse for about seven and a half years. So Can I ask one question on the nurses. Cause every nurse I've ever met, I have, to, whenever I go get blood and like, I've noticed nurses love arm veins. Are you like obsessed with oh. like the, 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 like they're like ropes. If they're like ropes. Yes. Yeah. I get some re great moans from the nurses whenever I go give blood or have to do my, my test and I just laugh and I call them out on it. I go like, it's like, they're, it's like this thing with them. It's like, it turns them on in a way. I'm like, this is crazy. No, it's like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And when I see that, I'm just like, and same with my guy. He's got him here. I'm like, ah, oh, I can so started. I am beyond like, you're easy. Like I, we love it. Yeah. I've had no. some nurses miss still with them just bulging out. And I'm just like, damn it. You're not good. <laughs> like, no, because you have to anchor the vein down. That's the problem. They let them roll. You have to anchor it. There's you just, yeah, you can't be afraid of it. And you just, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just a narrow, it's an easy little. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're a nurse prior. And then, so what led to going into the adult industry? How did that all happen? Yeah. Good question. You know, it all seems like it was half, like it happened so fast. Well, I had, in all honesty, like, I was always kind of like, I don't know, kinky. My guy kind of didn't mind that I webcam, so I'd do it here and there before yeah. any, like, any of this. And it was just kind of fun. I just, I don't know. I love, I like being watched, whatever. He was fine with it. Yeah, whatever, do your thing. So prior to 2012, my family, not to get into too much detail, but there were some uh, tragic events that happened in my family. Okay. With my sister, with my mom and dad, and... um there was, and then you with had a my good reason essentially for everything. Uh, and not even if I, I, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't even have to. Just maybe some people that just say, "Fuck it, I want to do it." Yeah, I care. But um, my dad kind of went off the deep end, like, and I had always valued kind of what he thought so much, and I was just like, "Fuck it," like I, I don't even care. Like I'm married, I can do what I want to do. Yep. I don't need to be anything other than who I want to be. And now this is my motivation. This shit's falling apart. My sister literally almost died. Like there's all these things that happen. I'm like, okay, perfect time. So I'm like, I can make some extra money, you know, doing webcam at night and then I can still work at the hospital. Nobody will ever know. I did not realize how big and how vast like the internet was. So 
after about six months, I came back from a, a destination wedding in Jamaica and my phone was just going crazy. And I'm like, okay. So I go, oh, well, people know. And you know, my husband's like, I don't care. I'm like, I don't really care either. I go, but we should probably tell your parents before and like my parents before anybody else tells them. I go, I think that would be the right thing to do because I just don't want them to find out from someone else. Not that we really, it's our lives and you're okay with it and I'm okay with it. But I just feel like it's just, it's better coming from us. He goes, you want to tell my mom? I'm like, I absolutely want to tell your mom. I'm going to tell your mom. I'm going to tell your sister. And then we'll tell your other sister, you know, because she's out of town. So I pull him to the side. I'm like, you know, um, Chuck and I, I've, I've been traveling for work quite a bit over the last six months. And we haven't necessarily been telling you the truth. And I just wanted to tell you guys, um, we are great. Um, we are no problems, uh, like love wise, we're committed, blah, blah, blah. We just, um, I've been traveling, not for nursing cause they thought I was doing travel nursing. I've been going and doing adult film and they jaw drops. Right. And, uh, his mom says, well, I'm actually so relieved. Come here. And she comes over and hugs me. She goes, I thought you were having an affair. And they literally thought we were having like marital problems and trouble. Uh, no, we're like better than ever. Like, wow. Yeah. You know? And so they were like, okay. They're like, well, we don't really agree with it, but we love you like our daughter that we've known you since you were 14 years old. And I was like, thank you. Like, and they, I, I don't know that they appreciated me telling them, but I, maybe I think in the end they did. Now I cried when I told my mom, I, I felt, I don't know. I was like, mom, please don't be mad at me. And, um, like, you know, okay. She goes, okay, what, okay, what's going on? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just, you know, I remember being on the phone, sitting at the first house we bought on our, my basement stairs. And I was like, I, I, you know, I don't know how to tell you this. You know, I haven't been traveling for nursing and kind of the same story. And she says, okay. She goes, I have one question for you. Is your husband okay with it? And I said, absolutely. She goes, then that's all that matters. She goes, and you're my daughter. I love you unconditionally. It will never change my love for you. That's awesome. And, yeah. And my mom was just, you know, so I mean, and then when I told my dad, He's uh, passed away since he passed away in 2014, but he, well, we had a rocky relationship, uh, not to, I mean, that's like a whole nother episode, Yeah. but I mean, there were like, just to set the record straight, there was no abuse, physical, mental, sexual, childhood, a good relationship. Yeah. It was like Clark Griswold. Okay. Like family vacations, like we're like yeah. field trips and shit. So when I told my dad, I, he didn't really look at me. He was just kind of like, okay. He's like, well, if you're going to do it, he's like, that's what you're going to do. And, you know, he's fine with it. He's like, you better just get your ass a good tax attorney, he said. And uh, you better just be one of the best. He goes, make the most money you can. That's all I got to say. And I was just like, okay. And, like, that's it. And, like, we never talked about it again. Yeah. What uh, a great – just go be the best. That's awesome, though, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, whenever – like, that's what all you could want for no matter what you choose to do. Go be the best. The best dick sucker? I mean, well, I mean <laughs> – but I, guess I just appreciate the positivity in it. I look for the positivity. I I would, no matter what, like if I told my dad I'm going to go, when he loved baseball and football, he wasn't a big wrestling fan and whatnot. And he's happy and proud of everything, but it would have been great. He just said, go be the best. Go be the best wrestler. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Although so like, and it's just apply it to whatever it is, but. Just in life. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, okay. And like, we never really, really talked about it. And, you know, you know, the relationship with my dad, my dad was really great the first 20 years. So the most impactful years of my life, my dad was, he was pretty awesome. Went to all my basketball games, sat in the car proud. I'll never forget his face, like waving when I was homecoming queen in the parade. And he sat so proud in the car. It was just, you know, like those are the moments. And he was there 
when it was really important. And I think he just kind of got to a point in his life where it was pretty selfish and I resented him for a long time um, for it. But you have to, you know, in life, you have to forgive. And he, you know, he left my mom and he was having an affair and he, he became a man that I didn't know. You know, he pretty much abandoned our family. And that's kind of when my sister kind of got into all kinds of crazy stuff and not too crazy, but, you know, just kind of out and about partying and, you know, and, you know, my mom got sick. So it was like kind of all these things. And here I am like, Jesus Christ, like I took six months off to school to help my mom. You know, I remember carrying her three freaking flights of stairs because we had to move in an apartment. So like all these things. So then he marries this woman and he's like, oh yeah, you're going to come to the wedding. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not. And I'm like, no, I, you know, I have a big pimple on my head. I'm not going to come. Like I was kind of a bitch about it because I was pissed, you know? So, so, you know, and then it's like, it's like, he just didn't want to be, you know, he started paying for the the stepkids college while I I'm stripping to pay for school. Like I was pissed, you know, I mean, he did a lot of wrong and uh, he was selfish about it. He thought, okay, my job's done. Like, okay. You know, he kind of pushed us to the side. You know, after um, being my dad, you know, so uh, I was was resentful, but um, we I chose to work at the relationship to make amends because my guy was like, no, like, yeah, no, my no, my guy almost beat his ass, you know, because he's like, you're going to let him talk to you. He's like, you won't talk to my wife. You're not coming in my house talking to my wife. He's like, I don't care. He's like, oh, man, he goes, if you weren't, I would you know, he was pissed, you know, like you don't talk to her like that. So. So anyway, so we had some turmoil, we made amends and, uh, you know, thank God. And then, you know, towards the, the last couple of years we were on, you know, we were pretty on pretty good terms. So, so that was a good thing. Of course I go off on this tangent and forget the damn point of my story. But no, it was that- into, and just to touch on that with you, I think it too. And then people I've had on and from books I've read in forgiveness is such an, and I've had to do this with like WWE cause I held on to a lot of hate and I deal with it on a daily basis still when I get triggered on different things. Cause I was so emotionally invested in what I was doing. And when you're talking about your parents and your father, this is as emotionally for a woman is invested in something that you, you know, as there is. And so it's very personal, but like holding on to, 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 to judgment and, and not forgiving, it will only eat you away. And like, so that takes in just the fact that you're very, open and communicate. You're ahead of so many people on so many things. And which I think, and I find it interesting, like with adult entertainers is they typically, and, and people like to bash what they do. And I say people, and there's a portion, but you, a lot of you guys are ahead and there's different levels and different people, but the ones with their heads on straight tend to be really ahead of people from an evolution standpoint on like communicating and, and doing things and being self-aware too. And that, and it's a weird correlation that I found and when I'm from talking to people and I see it with Phoenix on different things. So, but it's good for you. I think not to, that you are aware of that because you got to forgive. Cause if you don't, and I've had to do it, even never be a victim, never don't, don't keep that mindset because it will only attract more of that stuff to you. Even if you were a victim or anything were yeah. right or wrong, don't just know it's my fault. It is what it ensues forgiveness. And it's the only way to own, to actually overcome it. I feel. I agree. And that's what I told my, I say my guy, my husband, same thing. You know, I told him, he says, you know, if I were you, I'd never talk because he's very, he's so different. He can cut people off. He's like fucking stone. He's the like same. This guy I have, and he's stubborn as hell. Same. I'm just like, I cannot crack this, you know, but with me, 
obviously vulnerable and, you know, I see a side of him, but I mean, he's a little crazy. Like he was a cop and not saying he was, you know, I mean, so he saw some shit. So he, he was very robotic after he retired. And I'm like, dude, like we're like, just know like the emotion with just like society, you know? So it took him a while to become human. But, uh, you know, I guess the point is, he's like, I wouldn't talk to my dad. He's like, you know, I, I don't even know. He's like, why do you even fucking bother? So I remember reading books on toxic relationships and trying to navigate, like figure out how, how do I, I guess, get to a point where I'm okay with how my dad is, yet not allowing him to treat me a certain way. It, it's just like, and I guess it came to a point where I was able to communicate enough to stand my ground, yet still accept him for who he was. Because you're not going to change an old dog, okay? No. Not that. And my dad was a tort. Like my parents, like, the same. They're setting their ways. That generation of well, they're. I think our generation is much more open and, and different mindset. I've noticed that as well. My dad's yeah. setting his ways as well. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm not changing him. You know, he's gonna be an asshole about certain things. And I'm like, dad, God, like, Oh God, you know, but, um, you know, and we're different. I think that's why we work, but he, you know, he's come around like after now that he's been retired for a while, he's kind of softened up a little bit. And I'm like, you can't say that. I'm like, you get like, you just, you know, he's not very politically correct. You know, he just doesn't give a shit. He's very unfiltered. He is raw. He says, I say what everybody else is thinking. I don't give a shit. This is me. What you see is what you get. I've never changed. He goes, the people around me have changed. He said, but I've never changed, you know, and I get that. And people do when there's a level of success, you know, we've never changed. Like we're still the same. And we have, I have the same amazing girlfriends that I've had forever. Like I'm like Colleen freaking love her like everyone should have a Colleen in their life a Jill uh, Melissa Kim my friend Jenny like you met Jenny yeah I did I I wanted to say because I first met you in 2016 which by the way you look exactly the same which is fantastic the the little boat I gotta maintain okay I'm 40 40 so okay you're doing awesome I'm 38 now and I've, I've had so many stem cell procedures I look back at photos of when I was like 31, 32, and I feel like I look younger now. I go, it has to be the stem cells and not the stress of being on, on in that environment like I was. I yeah. look at some photos, I go, fuck, I look, I, well, I look old now, but I looked old at 32. I go, shit, this is from the, the environment. But I look, met you guys that's... during the AVN award, I think with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And then Phoenix. And oh, you remember little ne- or Nettie, Dolph's friend, Jeanette? Yep. A little short. Yeah. Yes. And then Jenny was there, Jenny and her husband. Because I remember I got so drunk on red wine. I was on my red wine kick. I only drink red wine. And we yeah. went to, was it Dre's nightclub? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good I don't last, I feel like, as I used to. But, um, yeah. you know, double shots of espresso. I'm like, how are all these people? Like, I'm so oblivious sometimes to shit. Like, okay. And I'm not sheltered. Like, I wasn't. But I'm like, you know, when I first started coming to Vegas, I'm like, how are these people like, cause I'm three hours behind, you know? So, or excuse me, three hours ahead. So it's like, we're ahead. So yeah. like when it's 11 there, it's two, two in the morning. And, um, I'm like, what the hell? I'm realizing these people are popping out and, and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. it's like all this white stuff that they're, and I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm totally good on that. No judgment. I'm I've never done it. I swear to God on 
everything that I love, I have never tried it either. I yeah. swear to God on the Bible, on my mom, everything. I have never tried it. I have enough I've, energy as it is. I'm like, I don't need any more. I was like, it's and all the negative things with them. I'm good. <laughs> oh no, I've popped an Adderall here and there in, in Vegas. When that's I was fine. younger, I did on those too. Yeah. Like, okay, here and there. That's fine. Cool. But that's about as far as it goes. And as far as like weed, yeah, everybody does it, but I've never been one to really, Same. I don't know why it like doesn't taste good, burns my throat. And then I fucking eat everything. Okay. I have a big appetite as it is. Like I'm a meat eater. No, no vegetarian. What is your diet? I was going to, so it is, are you a carnivore? Like, do you like carbs? What is Kendra Lust? What is the diet for you? Because you're ahead. You you look, like I said, absolutely unbelievable. Well, I'm going to talk to you about that stem cell stuff because I feel like my skin isn't the same now. <laughs> the elasticity, probably because I'm a little dehydrated. I didn't drink a ton yesterday. Um, More electrolytes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably. I need to do that. Yes. Ah, we need to talk after this. I'm gonna. I'm a wizard with this stuff, Kendra. I'm telling you, it's. I love that about you. Yeah, you look phenomenal. I, I mean, I was a fan of you before I even met you. And I'll be honest, uh, we first met, I was so nervous because I was like, oh my god, like one of my favorites. Because it's you know my guy, he's a pretty big guy. I like big guys. I was like, your husband though had me. The the thing that I forgot to mention was he came up to me at Dre's. And we hit it off right away The because he said he was Ryback in his phone. His friends called him Ryback because he's a bald-headed guy like yeah. me. And I, I laughed and it was – I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. So He was a great but, guy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think he's pretty awesome. I mean, he puts up with my ass. And, I, you know, I'm a force to be reckoned with. You know, they get – everyone gets, like, the sweet. But he gets me, like, you know, like, nitpicking after, you know, the quarantine. We've been getting – we actually, we're fine during the quarantine. But there's days I get on his ass. I'm like, I'm doing this today. Like, I need to give you a list of stuff to do. He looks at me like, we're not on a fucking time schedule. Like, I ain't doing shit today. Like, I'm relaxing. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm a doer. I'm putting shelves together. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy. But that's just, I'm a doer. I don't sit still usually. I get up at five, six every morning still with all the, and I, I work morning to night with the supplements and everything. I have, it's, but so awesome. you just, you like to, you're, you get stuff done though. It's just, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. So as far as diet goes. I just discovered, okay, I knew of wag, like wag, Wagyu, Wagyu, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, uh, steak, yep. okay, it's like the, oh my God, the most tender, so I decided to, now granted, this may sound bad, but I don't always eat what I feed my family just because they're not going to eat the stuff I eat, they're not going to eat tuna and rice and and beets and like some of the stuff that I like, they're like, that's nasty, we're not eating that, so I made these Wagyu uh, beef patties. Holy shit. I just took like a little corner of one and they were just so flavorful, but I noticed they're really fatty. Like there was a lot. I mean, I used some of that and poured it over the dog's food and she was like going nuts. But, um, yeah, but I tend to eat, I love salmon. I'm a, I love fish. Like, but I love, I love burgers too. I love a nice steak. I eat, uh, I don't know, oatmeal. I try to, I don't Very like it. conscious. But then I have my moments. But every couple of days, like I'm like I'm gonna have a couple banana muffins, or I made these um, these easy, but they are very very horrible for you health wise. Essentially, it's three ingredients. No, one, two, three ingredients. Thirty six pack of Oreos. My guy loves Oreos, so he's like, "Could you make me the?" I'm like, "All right, fine." So these thirty six pack of Oreos, either chocolate if you like the chocolate ones or the vanilla whatever the uh, yellow ones there's so many oreos available double stuff there's a million of them now 
just the basic, okay? Yeah. So regular Oreos or the uh, vanilla ones. And then you put a block of cream cheese, if that's not a heart attack in a blender. Okay, and then you like blend that together. I find like the um, whipped cream cheese works better. So like just one of the little ones or regular size ones. Okay, until it becomes really creamy. Okay, put them in the freezer for about an hour, roll them up into balls, and then you dip them into chocolate, and then put them in either white chocolate. Now he likes everything white. He's like white chocolate, white Oreos, whatever. So they're like super sweet, but the chocolate Oreos and the white chocolate, oh my God, with the cream cheese, it's it's very rich. So like one, oh, so good, so that easy. That sounds amazing. I mean, they're really good for a sweet treat, whatever. Plus, you know, all the kids are eating them. Is that your go-to then for like, cause I do, like I've been vegetarian now for uh, four months, but I haven't, so I'm about, about balance. I do one day a week, I do either one or two meals, I'll eat meat or chicken. But I do it for my cheat meal for Ryback TV so okay. that I could live life a little bit. But I, and I'm constantly learning. I had a, a wrestler, Austin Aries, who's full vegan on here. And I read different books. I don't like the whole factory farming thing, but I also believe that we, I think life is all about balance too. Uh, 100%. I, I looked at this, the science of the vegetarian diet or vegan diets even. I do mostly, I do so much plant-based now, but from a health standpoint and from different information for the inside, for men, for their arteries, for their veins, for yeah. blood flow, that vegetarian diet had so many benefits to that. But I look like our ancestors, I believe they hunted, they ate meat. They didn't eat it though at the level we're being sold it today, like every meal and, and no. all that. So I go, you know what? I just do it once a week. I'm happy with it. I physically, I feel like I've gotten younger doing this for me because I was eating, I was on the extreme end of pounds of steak and beef every day because I, I thought that's what I had to do. Yeah. But I shifted back, but I'll do my cheat meals for you, like for your, like, if you're going to have, like Kendra Lust, you get one final cheat meal and then it's the electric chair. What are you picking for your meal? God, my final meal. Holy shit. It could be as big as you want, Kendra. You could, there's no limit to this meal. I am such a, I don't know why I love a good burger because it's a mix of fat. It's From a mix where? of Tasty burger, a Wagyu burger, or these Wagyu. I'm saying I'm wrong. I need to really get the pronunciation of this, okay? Wagyu, 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 Ragu. I would Wagyu. just, it's funnier if it's just wrong the whole time. Right? <laughs> okay. Because okay, so someone's going crazy listening to this when it comes out. They're like, no, nah, she doesn't know how to say it. Wrong, right? Right. Okay. Well, okay. So those, a burger with like slice of deli, American cheese, just, no, I'm not a big fan of bacon. Just pickles. Okay, so yeah, big ass burger. I love baked potatoes, but I'd want some extra crunchy. I love crunchy food, so crunchy fries. And I dip them in mayonnaise because that's really fattening and it fucking tastes so good. <laughs> so yeah, I would. I don't know. That's not really like all that great, okay? But um, and maybe. Oh my god, I love like I love desserts. Look at I'm like it's like the veins, the big rolly vein. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? I love I love. Um, that would be like, the person serving all this will make sure that they're nice big veins and all their forms and serving the final meal. Right, some type of piece of yellow cake. Like I love like pastries and and desserts. So oh, something like that would be amazing. I love it. I'm always yeah. interested to know what people's cheat meals. It's like The Rock always puts his cheat meals. It's those do my best. Those are my best videos when I eat like the worst foods. People, yeah, like, they they can't comprehend it. They're like, "How do you do?" Like, no, I like eat like green beans and broccoli and salad like all throughout the week. And yeah. 
work out for hours a day to do like this one meal and that's it. Like relax, Jeffrey and Karen complaining. What would your last meal be? Fuck Kendra. That's tough. Um, Oh, right. It's like your favorite movie. Like really? I can't. That one's hard. So I will say, I will throw in there. Movie theater popcorn would be part of it. I love movie theater popcorn. It would definitely be a stuffed crust pizza of some sorts would be on there. I would probably have, uh, there would definitely be some sort of, of of buffalo wing also with it. There would be a giant steak. Uh, it would it would there would be multiple things. I'm along the same. I every time I, I made a joke with Al Snow back on Tough Enough, they were filming me. They were like blown away with the. I used to eat so much food compared to what I eat now. But I was like, I go Al. Every meal is my best meal. Every meal is my favorite meal I've ever had. Like I enjoy food so much that because I eat so basic all the time, I'm like. Whatever that meal is, you just serve me a Big Mac and fries. It's my favorite meal ever. It's <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I could go with it. I like Whoppers with cheese. Same. I, I, I like yeah. McDonald's fries, but Burger King's uh, Whopper. When I was younger, I used to ride my bike with my friends. We used to be such little fat asses. I was always in shape because we played all day. I used right? to love those when the McChicken sandwiches before they were like a dollar menu. They used to be bigger. <laughs> They were the oblong <laughs> patties, yeah. dark for me. They used to cut them. Oh, yeah, that's what I used to do after I stripped. Yeah, after yeah. working all night, working them calories, baby. The mayonnaise. There's no better those original McChickens when I was a kid. If they, oh, I would go there. Fat fries, a twenty piece chicken McNugget, way too much barbecue sauce, a big thing of Mr. Pib or Dr. Pepper, and then ride our little fat asses back to the to the neighborhood and go play kickball outside. <laughs> right, you were burning. I mean, kids, they can. You know, as you get older, you just have to watch. But I do like you doing the um, the vegetarian diet. I only lasted two days being a vegan. Really? And I think I really tried, though. I was just – I was doing it not for the – I didn't really want to. I was doing it because, you know, whatever. I felt, oh, yeah, I probably should or whatever. But I don't eat a lot of red meat. It's more uh, turkey, fish, tuna. And, you know what and you do is you just like they, they, what told me is like I just went all in. I did it. I just did it. I didn't didn't draw back. I did I did three months straight of no meat at all, no meat or chicken. And then I I looked at vegan as being I like like my whey protein isolate and I think the the amino acid profile on that. And it's not. I feel like if I had a farm of of, of cows and, and chickens and they were it was the right way. I don't agree with the way things are being done at the mass level. I don't, I wish, and I love animals more than anything, but I go, uh, I do believe that protein is very beneficial to humans after looking at that, like the eggs and egg whites and things of yeah. that. Yeah. There's no better protein on that. And I eat a high protein diet with that. So I just, I looked at it more from a health standpoint. Vegetarian was sustainable for me on it. And I could travel. I could have my protein powders. I can get eggs anywhere. I'm not worried. They have beyond meat now at most places. And it, it's, it's very easy, but I do believe just balance. I go once or twice a week, you throw a grass fed steak in there or something, get some heme iron. And like, I'm very content, but you got to have, I'm looking at it from, I'm very health oriented now where I I'm looking at it from a scientific standpoint of the amount that I was eating was too much. I had to make a change. I feel like for me in wanting to get back to where I was and be better than I've ever been. But if you don't have like, you're not eating meat seven times a day like I was. So it's yeah. not, you already have balance probably where you don't need to go to any extreme. So yeah, but I, I don't drink milk. I will not drink milk. Same. I mean, but, but then there's cheese like, you know, so it's like, 
these poor damn cows. I watched. I didn't want to think about what they do to those cows. It's a horrible thing, and I thought it, it makes me. Ugh. It's. A, it, I'm, I'm actually going to have some people on the show from that industry and in talking about it, and I, it saddens me because I like. And when you see like what, what the pigs and in, in, and pigs are a lot like dogs. Actually, when you actually from a from a mental standpoint and and just a love standpoint, and I was like, man, like what the fuck are we doing? I don't know. Like it, it's just inhumane. Yeah. It's just pretty terrible. Okay, yeah, I just do the almond milk. It's I I'm the know. same. It's but I just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I wanted to ask you. I don't want to take up too much more of your You're time. Fine. Enjoy. I'm fine. However long. Okay, good. Oh, we'll <laughs> keep you all day, Ken. We'll do an all day episode. <laughs> It's Chuck's going to come down yelling, get off. The, uh, I wanted to ask you the, what led you? I think it's so awesome. I'm so jealous you get to do this right now. Cause I had to stop everything when I got all of these stem cells a few years ago. Cause I was hurting myself so bad by jujitsu and Muay Thai. What led you to doing the MMA? Like what meant? Cause it's so badass what you're doing. Okay. I'm really terrible at it. But, and I'm not looking for like, oh, oh yeah, no, you're not. No, I'm fucking terrible at it. So I guess that, why I even started it? I think my workouts were getting boring. I was just kind of like tired. I'm like, God, I don't have anything like to work for now. You know, it's like, eh, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm in shape for work and stuff, but I can't really protect myself in a world other than my gun. I have a, a Smith and Wesson. Okay. It's only got five rounds, but it's old school, no hammer, lightweight, airweight, 15 ounces, I'll put it right here, carry it wherever I go, yeah. easy peasy, okay? Um, but I'm like, it would be really nice to know how to, like, fend off an attacker if I needed to, you know, and I couldn't get to my gun or whatever. So I love MMA, love UFC. I have someone very, very special, the most special person in my life that um, does uh, boxing and jujitsu and Muay Thai. So I thought this would be a cool way to protect myself, get a workout in, and uh, be able to kind of relate to uh, what this low person is doing. So, um, yeah, so that's why I started. And and I love it. It's challenging. Although I was, you know, kind of really getting into it. And now all this quarantine stuff. And uh, I can't really do much other than, you know, I can't have my, my coach or yeah. the girl who works me out. I wouldn't even say a coach because that's – I'm not trying to – Say I'm at this level. I'm so amateur, and half the time I'm laughing at myself. But it's it's good. It's self development is what you're doing, though. Yeah, it's just fun. It's fun. It's What's cool. your favorite of them? Because I was doing boxing, Muay Thai, and jujitsu, and I can't. I'm actually getting a wrestling ring for my backyard because I've now designed my life where I have everything at my house. Why do you have to leave? I'm gonna have. I go because it's my with my dog with Sophie. I have a. I can't leave that off. It's really really tough. I go. Well, I've now created this financial freedom with my business that is making money all throughout the day that allows me to do in my life. I look at like that stuff the same way. I was like, people are like, oh, are you going to fight? And I go, no, I, I love wrestling. Wrestling is what I am committed to and what I want to excel at and be the best at. I also, there's no reason why you can't do something and just for self-development, you can become a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You can become super skilled and talented at boxing and Muay Thai and you don't have to go Whore yourself out to a promoter if you don't want to. You're in a financial position to just live life. Al Bundy just is a black belt and just went, like you're just motivated to bettering yourself in that. Yeah. And it's like I look at it the same way on that. Like you know you're content with you, and it's just a you set goals and it gives you something to to drive yeah. for and to work for. Yeah, I like it. I would say 
Okay, so boxing, I don't know that that was my I like kind of the Muay Thai. I like striking. Yes. I like kicks. Like, it's kind of cool. Um, You you don't realize just one little position change, the amount of power, like how much it changes, you know, when you kind of flip your hip over with those kicks opposed to, you know, so it's just these little things, um, little caveats that you learn when you're training. So um, it's fun. It's cool. um, But I like the Muay Thai. I like like elbows, although they look really bad. It's a good way to just take out aggression and it's fun. Yes. I kind of feel like a badass in my own head. Okay. Granted, if I stepped on, out on the ring, get my ass kicked every time. It's humbling it's- when you do that, though. It's a great it, – I always say you look at, like, the most successful fighters, though. They all are, like, very respectful because they've all been humbled so many times, which in that – it's self-development. You go into that knowing you, you don't know everything. You're trusting other people, and it's you're learning and it's what it is. And it's like you're learning a specific skill and there's always someone better. And it's just, it's a great yeah. thing. It's just, you got to be emotionally in a good frame of mind and for do it for the right reasons, which you are. And it, it's so enjoyable when you could do that. It is. But I think like at 40, like, is this really the best time to take on some contact shit? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not in my thirties or my twenties, but, um, but you know, I maintain and I, I think I'm in pretty good health, but you know, it's, uh, it's a different, uh, different uh, recovery process. <laughs> I will say the two, the the Muay Thai, and I found even because like with my leg and stuff, and I get worried like heavy weight training with the yeah. kicks and stuff. I worried whenever I was doing that a little more like boxing. I'm very with my shoulder was bothering it, but it's actually I would always feel better because it would loosen me up. And but like the kicking always, I was like, I feel like if I'm gonna hurt myself, it would it's gonna be with the Muay Thai. Yeah, but I don't know why I like it the most. I think just because it's so it's aggressive. Impactful. Yeah, it's just, oh, I feel like. But it's such, a, it's such an amazing thing, though. Like it, it's, But I think, too, as you get older, like you just, maybe it's just more of the, the boxing, the jiu-jitsu, and you, yeah. you the, and I, it's controlled training. You, you're not training to, you're just learning the skill. So I think it's yeah. just adjusting, too. But I go all in when I go. I'm like, it, it's, I'm like, I'm going to fucking hurt myself. <laughs> right, right. Me, too. Like, with those elbows, I look, I'm like, what was I doing? I bruised my foot one day. I'm like, you jackass. Like, you weren't hitting the right spot or you were just doing it too hard. But, uh, it's yeah. It's a great way to get rid of, of tension, though, and stress. And that's what I, like, I go, I get, like, it's like war veterans getting flashbacks. I get flashbacks to WWE. <laughs> right. Do you yeah. have a go-to chokehold or if you, like, for me, when, with jiu-jitsu and, and with rolling around with, with guys that were much more advanced, Luckily, I had the strength going for me. The Americana was my always my. I was able to always overpower guys and get them to tap with that. Do you have a go to that's your favorite your favorite chokehold or favorite hold to apply? I don't know. I'm just learning how to do like the the guillotine, and that's a tough one. Like that's just I don't know. So probably the Americana. I guess I, it's not too difficult. It's so it's uh, easy. <laughs> it's very basic. Yeah. Yes. So. Awesome. So. I did too. Did you ever get to meet? Kevin Nash? I did not. You know, we correspond here and there through um, Twitter and Instagram. Oh, He's all really sweet. He's just so kind and just a positive, fun person. I mean, um, so, but we've never met. So there's a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of correspond and try to, you know, uh, say hello or collaborate. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen. Because he did the Magic Mike films. He did, he went down to BioAccelerator with me uh, when I did all my stem cells in Columbia. I got to spend yeah. the whole week with him, and he was one of him and Razor Ramon were my two favorites as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, it was like a really 
he's like a lot like he's very sarcastic. We say inappropriate things all day and we just laugh hysterically no matter who's around. And I was like, man, what a great thing that one of the guys like I grew up loving is like is someone he did my podcast. We did like a three hour fucking podcast drinking and uh, it was in my hotel room in Columbia. It was like one of those like cool like for me, like with one of my little childhood heroes. I go, fuck, this was pretty badass. And he, he's such a great guy. I love him. That's awesome. That is so cool to hear. I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, about bioaccelerator. I was supposed to go down and we were corresponding. They reached out to me. Same. I did the medical questionnaire and all that. And, uh, and then the whole, you know, this, all this stuff happened. So I, you know, they reached back out and I said, obviously I just don't feel comfortable traveling and now we can't travel, but I was going to go down there and I don't know even like what area I would want to work on, I guess. So I was just going to go and have my guy. I'm like, just fix his knees. Like I'm fine. Like just giving my stuff away, but for it's good for your skin, which yeah. I thought that would be the best thing for me just because I tend to get red underneath sometimes. Yes. I have British. Kendra, um, they can yeah. also though inject you intravenously. I got 50,000. I'm going to get even more where they, before they do into the injections on like, cause I got my disc in my back and they did my shoulder and, They've done, they're going to do the nerves in my leg, but they inject it into, in like, like in, IV. Yeah. yeah. It's so, and that, and it goes where it's needed. That would be so beneficial. Yeah. I want to just because, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my auto or my immune system sometimes is a little overactive uh, with certain things. And I tend to, I don't know. I just know just from some of the, the my history or nothing crazy, but, yeah. you know, I think it would be good. And I think a lot of if people really um, studied, immunity, I guess, or the immune system, a lot of medical problems or conditions stem from, you know, the immune system. So yeah. huge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, there's different things with research showing that the stem cells are great for against the whole coronavirus deal and people. And like, yeah. it's, it's, I've had 14 of these procedures on my back and shoulder. And I got one more, I just found out today, my, I'm doing one more here with my shoulder in Vegas with awesome. my doctor locally. And then I'm, I'm waiting to go back down there as well. I was supposed to go in April here and everything got put on hold with all uh, of this. So these are like my final treatments, hopefully. So good for you that we might've been around going around the same time. Cause I was planning on going in April as well. Yeah. Well, that'd be great. We do another podcast down there of stem cells. The uh, it's, it's such a, that Columbia, by the way, if you go down there, they put, it's the most beautiful. Have you been down there by chance or no? I have not. My manager or my ex-manager, we're friends or whatever, he's great. Uh, he was sending me photos like of this chamber he was put in. And it was just, it was the high, most high tech. I wish they would approve it here. You know, what the hell? Like, it I, I don't So uh, it doesn't, I will it, tell you, it does. So here, there's a lot of gimmick places here that are lying to people. The place I go through here in Vegas, my doctor uses my bone marrow but they label it as bone marrow grafts. But what they do is they take the bone marrow stem cells and they mix it with my PRP and then they okay. inject it, but it's coded differently for insurance purposes. It's not coded as stem cell uh, procedures. It's coded as bone marrow grafts, which are in, in he, that's how I've been. He's the one that got me almost uh, got me to a level where I was out of pain and then bioaccelerator the treatment. So just to put this in perspective of what's, with the treatments I'm getting here in the States, I get about 1 million stem cells per procedure. Okay. When I went down there, my back and shoulder, I got together in that, in my ankle, they did, they, they gave me 175 million umbilical cord stem cells total down there. So 
in the umbilical cord, stem cells are able to alter and adjust in your body better than the bone marrow, even, even though bone marrow is great. It's just so much more powerful. It's, it's like getting 40 or 50 million stem cells per procedure compared to one. So when I got that, my body just massively healed where I'm like, oh, my back's all better now. And, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Why I think, you know, uh, they should educate, but I, I know it costs money and that's a factor for a lot of people, you know, when they're having children to harvest those stem cells. Okay. Yep. Because God forbid your child has a condition, those cells can morph into the healthy cells or whatever to like re regenerate. So, but yeah, again, they don't want to talk about that because medically then we wouldn't be coming in for big pharma. These motherfuckers yeah. prescribing the whole uh, opiate epidemic. Don't get me on that. Okay. Oh, uh, trust me. I, it, this is all I preach all the time, but it's like one of those, this is in the coronavirus is exposing a lot of these problems in a lot of the people that are the ones that are susceptible to, the, to this or the people that are, have gone down this negative path of bad diets and prescription drugs. And it, it, it's horrible. It, it's a horrible thing. And they're it's corrupt as can be. It's, it's unfortunate, but the only way around it is self-awareness. Cause it's just, it's such a horrible fucking black hole. It is. I watched a, a show on Netflix called The Pharmacist. Oh, wow. Good. That was really good. And it talks about the drug companies and how an opiate epidemic started in this small state, how this doctor was so corrupt, you know, based on a true story. So um, I love the gentleman, though, who was so persistent in his um, quest for change. And, uh, it was, it was just so good. It was so good. And so I'll check I guess eye opening the pharmacist really good. I'm going to put that on. I might watch that tonight. It's it, yeah, it's, it's concerning with all that in the stem cells. It's they, like when I left and they told me WWE and then I went and got MRIs finally, cause I was afraid to go get MRIs. They told me I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and they wanted to put me on prescription drugs right now. This was at 34 years old. And I luckily, my chiropractor just goes, you know, they're doing stem cells here in town now at this at this facility. And I go, are they? And I contacted them. And I, my doctor, he's, and he's saved my life. And uh, I've avoided all of that. And um, But that was the, that two different doctors told me that that was, because their job is they're getting paid to operate. And that yeah. if I would have done that, I would have been done. I would have been out of shape. I would have been in pain still, no doubt. I would never be able to wrestle ever again. And it would like, now I'm sitting here at 38 better than I felt probably in my twenties. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's, we'll see what happens, but I hope you do get to go down there. I think you will really, really, um, one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had going. I'm lucky I get to go back a second time. So Good for you, I'm happy for you. You deserve it. You put your body I, through health wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a passion, but it, there is a price to pay. Absolutely. It, it's unfortunate, but again, very blessed and I've stayed positive minded with it. So I do want to ask you, Kendra, everyone I have on the, I always, in, you're a very intelligent woman. One piece of advice for the listeners that has helped you the most in your life. Okay. So for me, I, I don't want to be like this cliche, follow your dreams, that type of thing, but don't ever let anybody tell you that you, you can't do something. It's really simple because there were a lot of people in my industry that told me that I was doing everything wrong and I shouldn't be, you know, doing this a certain way. And I'll never, you know, I'll never be a star. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. You know, don't listen to the naysayers. Okay. 
wake up with gratitude and keep working. Like be persistent, be persistent for whatever it is that you want, want in life. I mean, obviously, I mean, with, I don't want to say be realistic in your expectations, but just don't give up. If there's something that you really want, I mean, you'll find a way. So listen to your, the positive people in your life, the people that support you. Don't listen to the naysayers. I love I mean, it. There's detractors everywhere out there and you can't, you got to know who you are and what you want and just go for it. Yeah. It takes a while to kind of figure it out, but you know Absolutely. what, you know, persistent, be persistent because I always say hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yes. Every time. Yeah. The, uh, I love it. What's the best place to I know Kendra, you're Kendra lust on Instagram and Twitter yeah. and then you yeah. got Kendra lust.com as well. Is that correct? Yes, it's all in with Kendra.com. I'm actually, I was supposed to be doing um, podcast in Vegas. I was supposed to be filming in April here. I was supposed to be flying out, had to cancel the flight. Um, but a podcast coming out all in with Kendra time frame sometime this year. That's all I can say now, but it will be based in Vegas. So it'll be um, sometime this year. I just don't know. So I'll be filming. What I'll do is I'll come out and film, you know, four episodes. So I'll be coming out every month, which is kind of cool. So I'm excited. Oh, wow. So all in with Kendra.com, Kendra Lust.com. Yeah. Twitter, Kendra Lust, just Kendra Lust. Just make sure it's a check mark because uh, if it doesn't, yes. uh, some of these people, I, I feel so bad. They're getting, you know, people are sending money to these people and it's like, Oh God, please don't. I don't ask for money or if I do ask for any type of money, it's for a charitable cause and it, it goes right to the source. You're so. not DMing people as uh yeah. I, so, I see it going on all the time. It would, it's, there's, it's a horrible thing. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It sucks, but good deal. Well, Kendra, thank you very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to get to talk to you finally on here. You know, thank you for, for having me and I wish you the, Best of luck and and uh, stay healthy. And I'll have to check out. You were going to tell me something about not a book. There was something you were going to tell me about. I can't. Uh... The electrolyte, the supplements with electrolytes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I'll yeah, talk so... to you off when we're done with this. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll give you that information too. But awesome. thank you very much, Kendra. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll be right back after these messages. What's going on, guys? The big guy Ryback here with Feed Me More Nutrition. Check us out on feedmemore.com or Amazon. You can actually save 10% on Feed Me More Nutrition at feedmemore.com with discount code PODCAST10. One dollar of every sale on the website goes towards Three Square in feeding the homeless. We have our new fruity cereal, ISO Hungry, our mango candy, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, and our Brain Feed Brain Support. We have supplements for men and women using only stevia and monk fruit, no aspartame, no sucralose, no artificial colors. We have something for everybody, guys. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed me more. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback, and I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code THEBIGGUY to save 15%. 
Fuelmills.com. Feed me more. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good Pizzas and Enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. Welcome back. Big thank you to Kendra Lust. Just been wanting to have her on the show for a while, so it was great to catch up with her. And uh, so happy she's doing doing well. And thank you very much for, for, again, being on the show, Kendra. Guys, I got a little guy joining me here now. A little guy wanted to come up. Sophie's on the ground as, as, as daddy works. A uh, little guy, a little Boston Terrier, Sophie the little Frenchie. He wanted to be seen. I'm a star, Dad. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right into paying the bills. Actually, Rogan Foods is taking a break here uh, with everything. They've cut back on their marketing with the whole virus thing, but they will be back. At least we hope. Love working with them. But we have Fuel Meals, guys. Fuelmeals.com. Save 15% with discount code, the big guy. You get signature meals, meal prep at your doorstep. Fresh food that's cooked, it's frozen, it's sent overnight, guys, and it makes eating healthier so much easier, counting your calories so much easier. Uh, They've been great with me for many years, uh, and I'm a supporter of theirs and and a great company. So fuelmeals.com, follow them on Instagram as well, social media, Twitter, and uh, save 15% with discount code, the big guy. Feed me more nutrition, available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. So much. We just had our best month again, once again. I think this is 11 months in a row. And um, I thank you guys again, as I thank you all the time with all of this. So it's, um, we finally, customer support has been, been taken over fully by fulfillment. I am overseeing everything, helping in areas that I need to help until to allow for this to continue to grow at the rate that it is. We did have an issue with the big guy testosterone booster running out of stock on a certain portion of orders uh, two or three weeks ago. And Amazon, we'd had a fulfillment order supposed to come in from Amazon. It didn't. It's still, we're still waiting as as I'm doing this show. Amazon is the time frame that usually was like a 10 to 14 day time frame. They're like at over a month. Little guy, sit down, bud, with all of that. You want to get down? Hold on. Hold on, little guy might want to get down. You want to get down? You're going to sit. You want to be part of the show? You sit. Dad's not done. <laughs> Good boy. He's, uh, I'll, I'll hurry up, okay? But anyways, so we're waiting on Amazon with everything with the virus on getting this certain portion of orders. We went ahead and just shipped out all the orders that had it in it. 
because we were told it was going to come in any day. It hasn't come in any day. Amazon has not been very good, as, as you've heard in the past, with customer service or for sellers. And what we're going to do is we refunded some of the orders that wanted refunds. And then we're, we're shipping out the test boosters when they come in for everybody else for all those orders. So apologize for that inconvenience. Unfortunately, just things at the rate we're growing, it's really difficult. We have, I have inventory, I have reorders on everything coming in. Like it is, it's been it's it's really really incredible, but it's also a little stressful at times owning a business and just with this. And we're working with the fulfillment center to really. I need an up to date like daily inventory because I mean we're just moving through so many units that when I get my inventory report for the beginning of the month, numbers are moving so fast that by the end of the month, those numbers I, I can't even reorder based off what where numbers at are at in the beginning because they're just it, it's increasing so much and based off of past sales it's become extremely difficult so but we have the finish it bcaa raspberry lemonade is back in stock the kick out immune system support is in stock now and uh that one i highly recommend going forward i might even do a little deal with that down the road uh, as an add-on but right now it, it's on the website and you guys stock up on that and uh, we have the cotton candy finish it being done at, at manufacturer right now. Hope Spot uh, is going to be coming out in June. Shipping out, we have pre-orders available on that on the mood and stress support. I'm trying to think. They're, they're doing the peanut butter cup protein. They're getting me samples of that here any day. And uh, it, it's just been, I mean, we just, just reorders on everything. And updating the labels uh, to a few things I wanted to change. Just... Uh, morning to night but that is is the joys of owning a business and and just thank you guys again it's the most we've donated a dollar of every sale as you know goes towards three square feeding those in need um and it's going to be our largest donation to date it makes me feel really really good to be able to help out with that and i thank you guys that have also donated via the website on that as well i've reached out to the animal foundation here in las vegas i also would like to donate one dollar of every sale so that that will be two dollars total of every sale on the website a dollar towards uh, the animal foundation here for dogs in Las Vegas. I believe it's good to always do stuff locally wherever you're at. Cause it's like, it's where I live and they work with big organizations too and things of that nature. But I was like, why would you, it's like helping everybody, but your family. Why that makes, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like if you have, you're giving away millions of dollars to people, but your family, the rest of your family's poor and doesn't have anything. Well, that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Again, I guess it depends on the situation, but that's uh, that's kind of the thinking on it here. And I'm hoping I just I message them on Instagram and they're sending an email to their director. And it's really they do nothing. All they do is just let me give them a dollar of every sale. So hopefully there's no issues with it. And uh, we'll get that up on the website uh, as well here. Hopefully this month, some point when they get back, everything's a little slower with the whole virus. You could save 10% though, guys, with discount code podcast10 on feedmemore.com. All right, go ahead and knock out the review of the week, guys. Your iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. Please share this podcast as we continue to grow. Uh, it, it is a uh, feedback has been tremendous. Uh, this is from uh, Bubba J. Flint. Best podcast ever. I could be having a really crappy day and this podcast always makes me laugh and puts a smile on my face and lifts my spirits. I appreciate you for what you do and wish you the most success in the future. Keep doing you and feed me more. Thank you very, very much, Bubba. You're this week's winner. Please send a screenshot to the big guy at feedmemore.com. 
you can either get a signed copy of my book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, or a Feed Me More Nutrition Tank Top Small through 2XL. Just send your address and what you would like on that, and we will get that off to you. All right, guys. Thought of the week here with this. As I move this little guy, we're almost done, bud. Hurry up, Dad. All right. Uh, let's see. This is from Abraham Lincoln. I have simply tried to do what seemed best each day as each day came. I have simply tried to do what seemed best each day as each day came. I take that as living one day at a time, living in the now, doing our very best, not getting so overwhelmed of thinking of days that are not even here yet. I think we oftentimes could be our own worst enemy, get in our own heads. I think we sometimes will think or even things of situations with people, anxiety over an outcome of a situation that's not even happened. But our heads will tell us stories, and I think it's really easy, especially this is really relevant with what's going on now, rather than just kind of maybe focusing on one day at a time, we're looking months ahead, assuming things are going to be exactly as they are right now, when in, realistically, next week things could be totally different in a much more positive way. Things could be open to and, and they're constantly evaluating this and, and adjusting and so it's important gyms could be open in two weeks we don't know things i think that this news is coming out and, and the narrative is kind of changing on things you know on that but it's just do our best each day at that day and in the now in the moment and don't let's not get too far ahead of ourselves now does that say you can't plan ahead and things no but sometimes I think we could be our own worst enemy, like I said. And uh, I really, really like that. That's my thought of the week. All right, guys. With all that, all fan mail. And uh, we got our new YouTube Ryback TV for all this this show, this podcast. All my, my Ryback has heat, my feeding time challenges. Uh, we got Fan Mail Friday. Well, we debuted actually here this past week. Um, you could send though all fan mail to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada. 89136. I ask you to limit it to one to two pieces and please uh, include return postage, guys. And I always go check that out every week, sometimes every other week. And uh, But I always get back to your fan mail. Thank you guys very much on all that. That will probably become a, a regular thing on Ryback TV. All videos, personal videos for me, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback for all different occasions. T-shirts, if you want to check out T-shirts, we do have a Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry shirt available on feedmemore.com directly. All other shirts are available on Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash feed dash me dash more dash store. That is a lot. All uh, media inquiries, uh, the big guy at feedmemore.com, Ryback TV at youtube.com slash Ryback TV. My motivational book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time on Amazon in paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. And follow me on social media, the big guy Ryback 22 Feed Me More Nutrition, Conversation with the Big Guy, Ryback TV on Instagram. I'm Ryback22 on Twitter. Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, Ryback247 on Snapchat. And the Big Guy, Ryback22 on TikTok for my food for thought little segments over on TikTok that I do a little positivity over on that platform. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy, Ryback. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and 